Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense needs some upgrades. I think there's two positions that you really have to hammer here when you think about the future. And it comes down to how they approach either one. What's up, Steelers Nation? Thank you for jumping on to all Steelers talk. I'm Noah Strackbine, joined always by my main man, Stephen Thompson. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today we're diving into the Steelers defense, two positions that I believe they should approach pretty early in offseason. I think that they have different paths on how they could fill each void, but it's becoming alarmingly true that both of these positions need to be filled. The first one is a true cornerback one. Now, if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I definitely resign Cam Sutton. I think we agree on that one. The dude is worthy of another contract. He's a phenomenal cornerback, too. I think he fills that role. He can be dynamic and play on the inside. Checks all the boxes of a second corner. The other position, I believe, is inside linebacker, which right now you walk into the offseason with Devin Bush and Robert Splain becoming free agents. Miles Jack has a huge con- or a huge payday next season his contract takes a major jump up i think at that point you might have to move on from them so you look at both of them before we dive into how they could fill them if you're starting the offseason today how what position are you putting above the other one if you're the steelers yeah and so we're just to be clear we're talking about you know free agency draft like anywhere you can add a player value to to those positions that's where we're going right there's not yeah yeah no matter how you could do it where is your list starting of, okay, we got to fill this one first, this one second. Yeah, okay. I, th- I don't think that changes my answer, but I still, I, I'm still thinking corner. Um, I think you can get away with, you can get away with Devin Bush with re-signing Devin Bush. Um, okay. Depending on the number for Rob's plan, like he's been up and down, but I think he's been more good than bad, quite honestly, yeah. especially during the second half of the season. Yeah, they love him. I don't don't, know why. Like, I understand liking him and thinking he's fine, but like, I love it. They like they have a they have a love affair with him, which I I don't really understand. Um, but yeah, like you just see the drop off from even like Akello Witherspoon to to James Pierre or you know Arthur Mullet's been kind of more of a nickel corner, but like that drop off is huge. Um, and even even you know Witherspoon like. He's been up and down too. Um, he's not a guy that like when they face a guy like AJ Brown or um I'm trying to think about the other really good receiver, like Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs, like yeah, they need you need to match talent with talent. 
um, in a passing, more passing oriented league, you got to be able to, to just leave a guy on an Island against elite. You got to have elite guys to beat elite guys. Um, and so I think since the league's going that direction, I think Devin Bush has been pretty good this year. Like he's been, I think he, for the right price, like I, I have no problems bringing him back. So that's why I think corner is a much, is a much bigger need right now. Yeah, I agree. I think that you got to go true CB one. You know, you show, I mean, even against the Panthers, DJ Moore, five receptions, 73 yeah. yards. Like that's too many, too many yards to a true corner or wide receiver one. And they have held wide receiver ones in check. I got to give them that, but I don't know. I agree with you. I think that there's just so much stardom in the NFL at that position that it's so hard to say, Hey, Levi Wallace, go, go do your thing. You know, I think Levi is a very quality CB three. Don't think he's a true cornerback one. And that's kind of what they're playing him as. Um, how would you approach it? Would you, so you said you'd resign Devin Bush. I think I agree with that one. I think you waited out. You let everybody else kind of take their dabs at him. Like Terrell Edmonds and near the end of free agency, you see who's available around him. You see if he's available and then you make an offer. That's, you know, probably pretty cheap and not what he's hoping for, but probably what his value is towards the end of the off season, you bring him back and then you probably sign. Robert Spillane to like a cheap two year deal. And then you just go get somebody else. How do you, where do you approach? Do you go inside linebacker in free agency? So you assure yourself you have a starter next to Devin Bush, or do you take the chance and wait on it in the draft? Because I don't think, you know, most people don't go inside linebacker in the first two rounds of the NFL draft. It's just a sketchy position. Unless you're drafting Devin Bush. Um, <laughs> just going to say, <laughs> yeah, which, you know, turned out very well, as you could see. So yeah. they probably wouldn't do that again. Do you wait it out and kind of hope that you land a stud in like that second, third round? Or do you assure yourself, okay, we need to get somebody who's like a mild Jack S, but probably cheaper, hopefully a little bit better against the run and bring him in? Um, I, Yeah, I think I'd look more to free agency for for that linebacker position. Um, I think you got, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, no, I think they have too many more. They have more pressing needs in the drafts. Um, I oh, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't go linebacker there. Um, especially, especially earlier than maybe the third or second or third round. Um, so yeah, if you took a, especially the middle of the first round, you cannot take like, who are you going to take unless somehow Noah right. swell slides to the middle of the first round. And then right, at which, that, yeah. yeah, then you take them. But if that doesn't happen, which it won't, you know, you gotta, you gotta yeah. find somebody. Yeah. Um, um good. Good. I didn't know. Good. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at the list of guys right now, free upcoming free agents, Deion Jones, Levante, David, and obviously these guys could resign. And I would imagine a lot of them do Devin Bush, obviously, which, you know, Devin Bush, I didn't realize is significantly younger than everybody else. Here's a name that I'll talk toss out there for you. Tremaine Edmonds, possibly 24 mm-hmm. years old. It'll be about 25 at the beginning of next season. Possibly somebody that you bring in. Quan Alexander's an inside linebacker that you could think of. Uh, Jalen Brown would be out there. I mean, there's not well, a think, ton of names. Well, Devin, I think Devin Bush is, I don't think Devin Bush is going to be that expensive to retain. No, I think that you could get Devin for, pretty cheap especially after like i think you could let him float out there for a week or two 
and then bring him back on a much cheaper deal because he's going to get hit hard. I, I think Devin, like, and not to bag on Devin, but Devin's personality strikes me as he believes that he's worth this much money and doesn't realize that he's worth this much money. And he's going to walk into free agency, hoping to leave Pittsburgh, first of all, because he probably hates the fan base. And then get smacked in the mouth because nobody's going to offer him a big deal. And then the Steelers are going to sneak back in there and be like, Hey man, we'll give you like a little bit better than what you were getting. Plus you'll probably start here and then he'll probably come crawling back. I think that's how that works out. Yeah. I think basically the same thing. Like, I don't know who would, who's going to be there to outbid the Steelers for, for him. Um, And the Steelers will, Steelers might have to overpay a a little bit more than his true value, but you'll get like, it, it won't be much. Like it won't be, it it won't really kill you, especially on a defense where you're already paying so many people so much money. Like this is going to be a drop in the bucket for a guy who knows the system, who you who has like had a decent season. He hasn't like lost you any games. You know he hasn't been hasn't been awful. And just if your options are, I don't know, you're not going to go get one of those. Top, I don't think they can afford to go get one of those top line free agent inside linebackers. So I would just I would take this this deal right now. I would. I would not get greedy, quite honestly. Oh yeah, like that's like take what's yeah. in front of you. It's 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 perfectly fine, and and you'll you'll probably you'll have more money to spend elsewhere. And this team has a lot of needs, so I would I would save that money and just keep Devin. Yeah, I think that. Uh, so right now his estimated market value is three million dollars in the off season. I think that's like almost a perfect number. Bring him back on a one, maybe two year deal max, three million dollars a year feel real good about it. And then even if it's a, you know, 3 million and then 7 million the year after, you know what I mean? With like an escape out of there, like you did with James Daniels and Chooks and all the guys mm-hmm. that you signed this year, at least then you have an out. If he doesn't match the talent that you're hoping that he brings in it in another year, because if you know, they're going to be in a situation this off season where Terrell Edmonds is worth significantly more than what he was worth coming right. into the season. And if they, you know, now they got to battle with guys again, if they don't resign them immediately and they want, like, he's a key part of this defense. You want to keep Terrell Edmonds if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you don't want to find yourself in that same situation with Devin Bush, but I agree. Then if you're looking at cornerback, is that a first round pick? Is that worthy of a first round pick in your eyes? Say a guy like, you know, Joey Porter Jr. Who's a fan favorite, obviously Mm -hmm. slides to the middle of the round. You just, okay, there's the pick. That's where we're grabbing. Yeah. And I think in, in a certain sense, the Steelers can kind of look for just the best player available at whatever pick they have. Um, Like they have you know, so many needs that like, you know, odds are like no matter who's there, like they're, they're going to get a good player out of it and a player that they yeah. can use right away. Um, Would love Porter if he fell like that would be, that'd be awesome. Um, Guy with oh, yeah. great size, like the obvious talent, like he'll be able to, you know, maybe not right away, but like it, it's, you almost you would just have so much confidence that he is both talented and, you know, built physically in a way to stack up with those guys like Jamar Chase and, you know, you're not playing AJ Brown every year, but AJ Brown and Amari Cooper, like that, that first Browns game, Amari Cooper killed the Steelers. Like he was, oh, he was all over the place. Um, yeah. So you just think about the number of receivers that aren't just gifted route runners and all that, but big dudes like physically yep. imposing guys would love to have, Joey be able to line up right across from them. Yeah, I agree. And and I'll give people a little insight here. Joey Porter Jr., you've seen him a couple of times, has been in the 
facility quite a bit the last couple of months and i don't know why mm-hmm. don't don't know why he's hanging out you know the one day he was like walking around with a wrap like he just yeah had like you know, a crazy be. workout and i was like oh okay but could you know, could be a coincidence you know <laughs> could be a coincidence but you know i i find coincidence is hard to come by in the nfl usually it's mm-hmm. there's there's a tactic to everything i would love to see joey porter jr end up in pittsburgh i think that's perfect fit for him plus he's a fan favorite and it would totally ignore the whole jordan addison talk i think the whole jordan addison talk is ridiculous like i like the joe burrow jamar chase thing like it would be Mm -hmm. cool but like you're gonna get a third wide receiver and then like a third wide receiver and just hope that calvin austin is just fourth wide receiver quality what if calvin austin's wide receiver one quality then you're in a situation where you're like okay well we have four guys one of them's getting paid 18 million dollars a year and in three years, we got to sign the other three to major contracts, too. Like, what are we going to do here? No. Go get a cornerback. Go get a left tackle. Go get a- an edge rusher. Go get anybody. Do n- right. Like, by no means, don't go get Jordan Addison. That's how I felt this entire time. 